Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day two with Terry Maggard, my good friend from the Indianapolis area. And as I mentioned yesterday, he and his wife, Brooke, have seven children. So praise God, kids are such a blessing. I was just honored with my second grandbaby on Tuesday of this week, Terry. Congratulations. And so I got to hold her last night, and what a precious gift from God. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to you in prayer. Yeah, thank you. Lord, again, I ask that what the words that come out of my mouth, what I share, that it blesses those that are listening. It brings those that don't have a relationship with you to the cross and have them ask you, forgive them for their sins and become a part of this glorious and wonderful family. And just thank you, Lord, for this time and an opportunity to share a little bit of my story. In Jesus' precious and holy name. Amen. Greg, I would say, from because I'm still a prideful man, I hate to say that, I have 10 grandchildren, so there. Praise God. <laughs> I'm going to try to catch up to you. <laughs> Talk to them kids. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, yesterday we shared before Christ what it was like briefly. I shared with you how I had put my Lord and Savior on the shelf. And then the Lord, with his grace and his mercy, brings a, a wonderful woman to me that had been brought up in the Nazarene church. And yet she wasn't walking with the Lord because she had been enamored with what I would call some of the do's and don'ts of what it means to be a Christian, like how to wear your hair, you don't wear pants, you wear skirts, and things that just encumbered her to where she felt like she could never be a Christian. But God had a different plan for us. Yeah. So we both came to the marriage. Both of us were still drinking, uh, or she was, but she didn't drink as much as I did. And I said she lost her job, and that would be what God would bring us to church. We started doing the Bible study. And that's when things start changing. Imagine that, spending yeah. time in God's Word, <laughs> and life starts changing. I started, I started falling in love with my Jesus, and I, I, and I don't say that mildly and from the standpoint of understanding just how beautiful God's grace and mercy and the unbelievable work that Christ did for us on the cross instead of in terms of going there and, and shedding his blood to pay our debt that was owed so that we could have a right relationship with the Father, not because of anything that we did, but because of his righteousness. Amen. And now for those of us that are in Christ, we've been adopted into this wonderful and magnificent family. So the walking in Christ uh, the last several years, my wife and I are going on 14 years of marriage would start in about three parts. One would be getting the Bible study going and then starting to take advantage of our gifts that the Lord has given us to be a, a blessing to our church, brothers and sisters, and to the community that which we live in, and then giving us the strength to start evangelizing, sharing the good news. That's the Great Commission. That's yep. what it's all about. Come on. It's about sharing the gospel, what Christ did on the cross, why he came, and why it's so important spend eternity with him or spend eternity in hell and we don't want anybody and our lord says he doesn't want anybody to perish amen. right amen so praise that so and as you can imagine that started rubbing certain friends and family members the wrong way because all of a sudden we were making changes and in 2015 it would culminate with my bride would be the first to stop drinking alcohol and in September 2015 would be the last time I ever drank. Praise, Praise his name. Amen. Praise his name. I remember sharing the story with my parents. I said, hey, mom and dad, I have given up drinking. And my parents, <laughs> I love my parents. 
they would say, well, we don't drink a whole lot. You know, we're not, you know, they, they, they internalized it, right? And it's like, hey, where's the, you know, they've been there through the two DUIs with me. They saw how it brought me down low. They stood beside me to help me get up mm-hmm. and during those lowest times. But all is to say, if, if you're using drinking to get by, to deal with the problems of life, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about it. I don't claim to have all the answers, but I'd love to hear w- what's going on and pray with you and see how I could be of help. Amen. So now we're walking with the Lord and we're living in the South. My job opportunities would take me to uh, North Carolina in 2011. And then we would move to South Carolina. And at the beginning of 2021, I felt we were living in Greenville, South Carolina area. I felt the Lord was telling me, not audibly, but telling me, Terry, I hear your prayers for your unsaved children and grandchildren. What are you going to do about it? And I shared that with my bride. We prayed about it, and we put our house on the market. Actually, we didn't have to put it on the market. The Lord provided a buyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the job, I, I could move up here and keep my current job and current position. The Lord provided a retirement and allowed me to come up here and, and fill that so-called vacancy. And so we moved up in May from South Carolina to Indiana to have an effect on our unsaved family and friends. May of 2021. May of 2021. Amen. And of course, Satan's not happy about that. Right. So we've, we've been dealing with several things, but you know what? Satan has to answer to the Almighty. Mm-hmm. And that be our God, the Father, God, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. that's, who I, that's who I answer to. I don't answer to Satan, right? Amen. Amen on that. So I want to share with you a verse of Scripture that's, that I go to quite, quite frequently when I am wrapped up in the things of this world and not focused on Christ. So I want to share it to you in the King James Version, the New American Standard Bible, and then uh, the message, which is a paraphrase. So Romans 12, 2, King James, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. NASB. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And the paraphrase of that from the message is, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture among you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And I say all that is that, for me, is one of my battles, is, Lord, fix me so that I can be used to glorify your name for your purpose and for your reasons. Nothing more, nothing less. I finally end on this note, and I hope that these words are further encouragement to you. This is something I have posted in a big post-it pad or piece of paper in my office. These are things that I look at and read quite often when I'm in my office. It says, Holy Father, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and Holy Spirit, I praise your name above all names. I love you. I ask you to strengthen our heart, mind, words, and hands to do your will. I ask for patience. Your timing is perfect. I ask you to open the hearts of our unbelieving family, friends, and neighbors. 
And finally, Lord, I ask you to fix me. I ask you to forgive me when I sin. Well, Greg, I'm prayerfully going to close here and and ask that the Lord prick somebody's heart today that has heard these messages the last two days and draws them to him, which is what he does. Amen. Right? So let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Jesus, thank you so much for being our Lord and Savior. Thank you for going to the cross. Thank you for taking what I deserved, which is death, total separation from God the Father because of my sins. Thank you for going to the cross and bearing my sins. I Forgive me for putting you there on the cross, Lord. But praise your name that you loved me more than I loved myself. You loved me enough to go there and bear that burden and die for me and show that sin can be defeated through your resurrection. And now, Lord, you call us, those of us who have asked you to save us from ourselves, from our sins. You call those who have been forgiven to go share the good news. So I'm sharing the good news today, Lord, and asking those that are listening that don't have that relationship with you, please do not put it off to tomorrow. Please go to the Lord today. Ask him to forgive you for your sins. Ask him to show you the church that you need to go to to get the exposition of God's word, which is the truth that you need to tackle every day. And then turn away from those things that have caused you to to sin and walk towards the light and you yourself become a voice for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's in his name I pray this, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Terry, it's been such an honor. How would people reach you again? It'd be my phone number, 843-209-7846. Well, praise God. It's been such an honor to have you, Terry. Thank you. Oh, you're you. kind. And Very thank kind. you for your friendship. Yeah. God is such I a love good you. God and love you too. So <laughs> maybe we'll do this again someday when we hook up. So. Yes, sir. Well, folks, if you would like to reach our ministry, you can do so at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.